Now time for the BCHL Podcast. All the way in front, backhand, scores! Turn on the red light, the Capitals win it. Donaldson shoots, scores! Sean Donaldson shorthanded. Now one of a breakaway, in alone is Libel. Club save is Colby Hedquist. Nice move. Tanelli to the goal, to the backhand, scores! Cue it up. Tyson Dickett again, he scores! There's one for the highlight reel. Magnus all the way around, he scores! How do you do? Zach Michaelis, coast to coast! You go back to the goal! Oh, what a setup! Oh, me, oh my, put that a PCHL tonight! Hey there, welcome to the BCHL Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Adamson. After a couple weeks off, the podcast is back. We're all rested and recovered from the BCHL showcase last week, and ready to move on with the regular season on this week's episode we have a couple of great guests for you first up we speak with university of connecticut forward former victoria grizzly and 2023 nhl draft prospect matthew wood also we catch up with the bchl's reigning first star of the week and that is cranbrook bucks forward jack Sillich. We'll start things off with our chat with Matthew Wood. Uh, he's been in the news lately, uh, not only as uh, the rare player to start his college career a year early as a 17-year-old. Uh, Matthew was recently named the Hockey East uh, Rookie of the Week for his outstanding play at the University of Connecticut. Uh, and also, he was listed as an A prospect uh, for the 2023 NHL Draft on NHL Central Scouting's Players to Watch list which came out uh, earlier this week. And uh, no surprise, an A prospect means a projected first-round pick. Uh, And that's kind of where Matthew's been projected uh, for the past year or so. After he uh, absolutely lit up the BCHL last year uh, as a 16-year-old, led the league in scoring, uh, finished as the Rookie of the Year, and uh, a finalist for Most Valuable Player. We had a great conversation with Matthew this week on Wednesday, which was the day before his team played a big conference game against Boston College, which they won 5-1. to one. Matthew had an assist in that game. But in our chat, we talk about uh, coming into play NCAA hockey a year early, um, how that transition has gone, who he's kind of leaned on, uh, all the familiar faces on UConn. There's a lot of BCHL alumni on that team, including a former teammate of his. And of course, we get into his time with the BCHL uh, and then finally get into his uh, NHL draft prospects. So uh, lots to cover. Um, Someone uh, who's uh, been making a lot of news and will continue to do so throughout the year. Here's our chat with former Victoria Grizzly, former BCHL leading scorer and current University of Connecticut forward Matthew Wood. All right, Matthew. Uh, well, you uh, are one of the very few players to uh, start playing college hockey a year early at 17 years old. Uh, so far, so good for you on the ice. You got seven points in eight games, recently named uh, the Hockey East uh, Conference Rookie of the Week. Uh, how have you found the transition on the ice so far? Yeah, I think it's been, you know, a pretty good transition. I think, you know, everyone on the team's been helping me out, making it as smooth as possible. Coaches have been you know, really helping everyone. We got a lot of freshmen on our team, so everyone everyone's doing really well. I think our team's success is really helping, you know, me and I think everyone's doing really well so far too. So I think everyone's adjusting and um I think uh everyone who's been here before has been really helpful. 
Yeah. So you were obviously a high school student when you were in the BCHL with the Grizzlies. Uh, and now you're at college, which is obviously a pretty big difference. But uh, we talked about the transition on the ice, but how about uh, off the ice in the classroom? How's that been going for you? Yeah, I don't think it's going too bad. It's definitely it's definitely a lot different than being in high school, though. Um, just, you know, the campus is really... It's really cool to look at all the buildings when you're walking to classes. Uh, there's a lot of trees here, too. It's a beautiful spot. So I think it's it's a great place to be. It's definitely an adjustment, but um, you know, once you get adjusted to it, it's really fun. So we talked about that freshman class, and d- despite the change in scenery, you still have a lot of familiar faces in the room at, at UConn. There's a large freshman class of BCHL alumni that you have played against uh, the last couple of years. There's also a former teammate of yours in Victoria, Jake Veya, who's at the school. Um, so how have you uh, how have you bonded with those fellow league alumni, and, and how has that helped with the transition as well? I think you know they've been great. We always like in the room just talk about how our teams are doing now you know some games that we played against each other and you know just having fun talking it up and i think um all those guys are really great guys and you know it's it's fun to be around them you mentioned some of the older players uh that that have been good to you uh to help uh with your transition into the ncaa are there one or two guys or, or one person in particular that you've relied on for advice or help to guide you through things early on since this is such a unique situation or has it been kind of a team effort uh, how has that gone for you so far this year yeah i think it's been you know lots of guys on our team have helped me with lots of stuff i mean our captain Roman's been really helpful. Flynn's been really helpful. Pearson, you know, he's on my line and Amonti, you know, it's really been, you know, great to play with them and like, they have experience and helping me learn stuff. So, you know, everyone's been really good, but those guys, especially even Shandor too, he's helped me a lot too being in Vancouver. So, so the team has enjoyed some really uh, significant success so far this year. You're at the top of your conference. You have a 6-1-1 one, and one record overall. Uh, obviously, uh, things are going well to start the year here. What types of things are you expecting from the team uh, overall throughout the season? Um, I definitely think we're, we're going to keep it going. Um, our team comes to the rink every day, you know, practice or game. We work really hard. You know, we, we don't complain. We take what's given. We we really have something special, I believe, and you know it's a great group of guys, and everyone wants to win. So I think we're gonna, you know, have a really good season. So you mentioned a couple of your line mates. Have you been playing with them uh, most of the year? Who have you been able to build chemistry with so far this season? I know we're only what eight eight games into the year, but who have been who have been the players that you've kind of connected with the most on the ice? Yeah, I've played with Pearson and Mons. Uh, the whole year so far, I think, you know, we've been doing pretty good. Uh, I think everyone on our team's finding chemistry with their line. We haven't had to switch it up too much. Um, and then obviously our power play's been doing really well too. So, you know, all the guys on there clicking, moving the puck around. So I think it's, it's important to build chemistry with lots of guys. And I think we're doing a good job of that. Yeah, um, Amante in particular stands out to me. He obviously played in the BCHL uh, and has been uh, playing college hockey for a long time. What's that relationship been like for you, um, on and off the ice? Uh, yeah, it's been it's been really fun to learn from him. Played with you know lots of great players at BU, and you know he's a really good player himself. So he's got a lot a lot of knowledge, and you know, every day just trying to like learn something new from 
from him and you know I think especially like when we're on the ice together just making plays it's a lot of fun so obviously it was a big decision for you uh, and your family to head to school a year early why do you think that was the best move for overall for your career um I feel like I was ready to make the step to the next level and um you know kind of push myself and work on things that I really need to work on like pace of play and you know acceleration strength I feel like college is a really good place to do that the game's really fast and I feel like this year was the right year to do it for me and um I think so far well I know I'm happy with my decision so having a lot of fun and I think our team's doing really well and just trying to make a difference every night we play so that's really my focus so I want to go back uh, to your time in the BCHL last year uh, in particular was a huge year for you. You ran away with the league scoring title with 85 points in just 46 games, even though you're playing most of the year as a 16 year old. Um, you led the league in goals as well. You won the rookie of the year and were finalists for league MVP. Uh, what, what was it like for you last year being on such a tear and putting up three four points a game last year um what what was that experience like yeah last year was super fun uh victoria is a really great place to play we had some, uh gibbs is a great coach um obviously my line mates were were really talented and skilled and you know i think we had one of the best lines well i think we had the best line in the league last year but i don't know about years before i think we were one of the best lines and you know rick would had a lot of points. Eddie had a lot of points that he got hurt at the end, but I think, um, you know, they all helped me a lot and we all just bonded together. And, um, you know, it was, it was one of the funnest years I had playing hockey for sure. Yeah. You mentioned Ellis Rickwood, your, your former line mate and, um, former captain in Victoria. I want to ask you about him. Um, I know you had a pretty tight bond with him from, from other times that we've chatted. Um, he's someone who's also starting his NCAA career this year. He's at Clarkson. What's your relationship like with him? I, I know uh, you're not at the same school or anything like that, but uh, what was that relationship like? Yeah. Um, I think, you know, we're really good friends. I learned a lot from him. He was a great captain last year. Um, I wish we could have gone to the same school. Hope we will get to play together again someday um, down the road. But, you know, he's a great player. I'm sure he's going to have a great time at Clarkson. He's going to do great. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I call him usually once a weekend, maybe once every two weekends, just catch up with him. And, yeah, he's a really great guy. So going back even further, uh, you played the 2020-21 uh, pod season with Victoria as an affiliate when you were just 15 years old. Um, you had 13 points in 18 games, uh, but you really proved you belonged in the league. Um, I know that was kind of a weird, unique year having to play just the 20 games in the one pod and the same teams over and over again. But uh, we all know what it led to the year after. So uh, what did that pod season do for your confidence uh, and your overall development yeah that was definitely a big um factor in my season last year um you know i got to get used to the speed um i got to know all the guys that were coming back i got to know the coaches i got to know like everything about victoria and you know we had a really good team that year even though it was just the pod season we did end up winning so that was really fun too and 
Um, it was, you know, playing with a lot. I was pretty young playing with a lot of older guys. And, you know, that really taught me a lot of, okay, this is what like juniors is like compared to midget or U18. And um, I think that those 20 games or 18 games really helped me adjust and, you know, be prepared for the next year. So switching gears here, I just want to ask you a little bit about the NHL draft. Obviously, this year is your draft year. Uh, NHL Central Scouting yesterday came out with their players to watch list. It's their kind of initial uh, draft ranking list. And no surprise, you were ranked as an A prospect, which meant um, meant a, a potential uh, first round projected pick. Um, obviously, that isn't a surprise to you. You're you're aware of the, the chatter that goes on. But what does it mean to you to see your name uh, listed um, along with the top prospects for this year's draft? Um, yeah, I think it's, it's definitely nice to see, but I mean, everyone's going to have their opinion on you at the end of the day, whether, you know, they're scouting, they're scouting for a team, they're scouting for themselves, or they're just a fan. So it's important to not get too caught up in it, but it's definitely nice to see. And I think, you know, all the players on that list are, you know, really good players. And this year is going to have a lot of good, really good players that, or A, B, or C, or even you know, undrafted. So I think um, this year is going to be pretty special, and I know a lot of guys on that list are that really deserve it. And you know, I'm happy for you know a lot of guys that I mean are having great years and you know getting recognized too. Um, and obviously, as someone who is projected to be a first rounder, you can't help but think uh, about the future and what the future holds for you in your career. Um, so I know you're you're obviously just getting started here at UConn, and it's a, it's a ways away. But when you think about potentially playing in the NHL one day, um, how, how excited does it make you uh, to think about that? Yeah, um, it's definitely you know super exciting to think about. Um, even just like you see a game on TV and you're like, wow, like I really want to be there one day. And, you know, I think that's what inspires me every day to, you know, get up and go to work. Um, it's, I mean, I've worked for my whole life and, you know, it's, it's getting closer and closer and I just try to keep getting better and better every day. And I know what I have to work on to get to the point where I need to be at. And, you know, hopefully one day I'll see myself, maybe even in the Stanley Cup final at the ultimate goal. And, you know, that's really exciting. Just a couple more questions here to f uh, finish off. So just a couple big, big picture questions. Um, so you obviously um, took the, the junior A and college route. I know you, you of course, had some other options as well. What was uh, attractive to you about taking the college route um, and um, obviously with goals of playing professional hockey? Why was that the best path for you? Uh, yeah, I feel like me personally, I needed a bit of time to develop my strength, my speed, my acceleration. Uh, I really feel like college is the right place for me to do that. I think we get some great workouts in off the ice. We got quite a bit of time to work on it on ice as well. And, you know, the college game is really fast. So that, I think, helps my, my pace of play and, you know, trying to make things at a higher speed and adapt more to what an NHL game would be like. And um, I just, I mean, obviously Regina is a really great place to play and, you know, they're doing well this year. They got a great team, but I just feel like this is the right spot for me. 
And then finally, um, obviously, uh, your, your time in the BCHL is done. But when you look back at those two years in the league uh, and look where it's gotten you so far in your career, what does the league uh, mean? And the Victoria Grizzlies as well. What does that all mean to you? Yeah, I think, you know, those are two years that really helped me a lot develop in, you know, every way. I think the BCHL is a great place to, you know, show your skill, work on your skill. I mean, lots of great players come from it. It's a really, really great place to play. And, you know, obviously Victoria is an amazing place to live off the ice. Um, hopefully, like, I, I loved it there. Um, and I know the Victoria Grizzlies organization is, you know, a great organization and they helped me get to where I am today. And I'm really grateful for them. And I had a great time while I was there and, you know, hopefully, uh, maybe Christmas break, I'll get to come back and watch a game or two, but you know, I had, uh, a really great time playing there. All right, Matthew. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. Uh, congrats on your success so far. Best of luck uh, the rest of the season. And uh, we'll be watching and, and pulling for you at the NHL draft this summer. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much to Matthew Wood for joining the podcast. Next up is our interview with Cranbrook Bucks forward Jack Sillage. Silich is most likely the hottest player in the BCHL with his recent performance. He has eight goals in his past five games, including a hat trick against Cowichan uh, on the first day of the BCHL showcase. Uh, and he is leading the way in scoring for the Bucks, uh, a team who has gotten off to a very strong start. They're 7-3-1 through their first 11 games uh, and are coming off uh, a really hard-fought loss, uh, an overtime loss against Penticton on Wednesday. So they've been holding their own uh, against the top teams in the league for sure. In our interview, we talk about uh, Silich's transition to the BCHL. Uh, he played the previous two years in the USHL and uh, before that, grew up playing hockey in the Chicago area. Uh, he talks about uh, his on-ice transition, what it's been like off the ice, uh, joining a team in Cranbrook where they're so passionate about hockey. Uh, and then we get into uh, his chemistry with his teammates, um, his performance at the showcase, uh, and of course, his commitment to Quinnipiac University. So here it is, our interview with Cranbrook Bucks forward Jack Sillich. All right, Jack. Well, uh, you've been uh, on an absolute tear lately. You have uh, goals in five straight games, eight goals over that stretch, including a hat trick at the showcase. Uh, you had three points in your first six games before that, uh, and then just kind of caught fire. What do you think? Uh, why do you think you've been able to to get so hot like you have been lately? You know, I think it comes down to a few factors, right? I think confidence is one of them. You know, I, I felt like going into the season to start, you know, you don't want to make a ton of mistakes and you want to get off on the right foot and be, be good defensively. But I think once you start getting comfortable in positions, then you can start to take advantage of them, you know? So I felt like going through those first few games, those first six, I would say it's just been, it was a feeling out experience. And then, uh, you know, just building up the confidence to start going, you know? So, yeah, I want to ask you about that transition to the league in a second, but, uh, first I wanted to ask you about the, uh, the offense that your team has been putting up lately too. Like it's, it's not just yourself. You've had that hat trick that you scored was in a, a nine goal game for your team. Uh, you're coming off a 10 goal game over the weekend. What can you say about uh, the offensive production that you guys have had as a team so far this year? Yeah. And I, and you know, it comes from everyone, you know, and uh, everyone's producing, you know, there's not one guy who's not 
and it all comes down to our systems and how well we're being coached by coach Donald, you know? So, um, it's awesome to see that, you know, we don't have just two lines that are producing or just three, but it's practically everyone, you know, including the, the defenseman. So it's great to see, and it's going to help us a lot down the road as well. So in that nine goal game that I talked about against Cowichan, that was when you had your hat trick uh, and it was in front of all the scouts from the NHL and the NCAA at the showcase. Uh, you're someone who, who already has your college commitment in place. So it's not like you were worried about uh, catching the eye of a, a certain school or anything like that. But um, how special was it for you to have that kind of performance in front of the pro scouts, knowing that uh, eventually I'm assuming that's the, the level that you want to get to? Yeah, of course. And, you know, it, it's a great feeling. And, um, you know, having a hat trick, and especially in that environment, there's nothing better. And, uh, you know, it's just about going out there and proving yourself, no matter who's watching it, because you never know who's watching, you know, the pro scouts and all that. So, you know, it's a great feeling. And, you know, it's, it's a great, also another great feeling knowing that the hard work I put in is paying off. And yeah, your your team, uh, we mentioned the big offensive productions. Uh, you've had a, a very strong year so far. Um, through uh, through your first eleven games, you're seven three and one, uh, and you played a couple of the top two teams recently. You, you had a, a good battle against Nanaimo in the showcase, which was probably one of the the better games at that event. And then you're coming off uh, just yesterday. We're recording this on the Thursday. Um, a, a really hard fought game uh, against the Penticton V's, maybe one of the the best games of the whole year so far. Uh, you, you ended up dropping that one in, in overtime, but uh, uh, obviously more than held your own against a, a V's team that have, has yet to lose so far in, in 12 games throughout this year. So um, looking at, uh, at your season so far and how you've matched up against these top teams, uh, what, what have you learned about your team and uh, kind of the potential that you think uh, you have? Um, you know, there's a lot of things. One of them being we've, we've learned a lot about ourselves and how well we, we can gel as a team. Um, and we've been through some tough situations. Like, for example, that game in, in uh uh, the game in Chilliwack against Nanaimo, uh, we were down going into the, going in the, towards like the last 10 of the third. And, you know, being in those situations, it, it builds us, it builds our team's character. And, you know, for example, we were up three to one or three to two going into the third yesterday. And, you know, we put ourselves in situations where we are going to learn from them and just be a better team overall towards the end of the year. So you're new to the BCHL this year. Uh, you're from Illinois. Uh, you played uh, a couple years in the USHL before coming here. Uh, obviously, uh, the BCHL and the USHL are two different leagues. There's a different style of play. Um, so coming in uh, as someone who is new to the league this year, what have you had to get adjusted to in the BCHL compared to the hockey you were used to playing before? Yeah, you know, this might sound funny, but one of the first things I, I kind of noticed was the altitude the air was a little bit thinner and on the ice, it's just a little bit, a little bit less of being able to catch your breath a little bit. So that was actually a funny thing that was kind of hard to get used to, but I think overall the leagues are, are very, very similar. I know the Memphis style of play is a little bit more skilled in the BCHL rather than a little bit more gritty and grinder in the USHL as well. But um, I still think that the leagues are very similar and the speed is very similar as well. So as, as someone who is new to the league, you didn't have the advantage of having any kind of pre-existing chemistry with players um, that, that maybe some returning guys would have on your team. Um, so since you've been here, who have you been able to connect with on the ice? Who have you been gelling with um, on the ice and, and building that chemistry? Yeah, and I think in general, it comes down to our whole team, right? I think building a team character in, at, in the first first few weeks of the year really helped us and we can as a team we can play with anyone you know 
But as of right now, myself speaking, I've played well with very well with Kellen Yardison and uh, Noah Quinn recently. But I think no matter where anyone on our team plays, we can all play well together. Yeah, you mentioned the character of the team, and earlier uh, mentioned the the systems that that head coach uh, Ryan Donald puts in place. Uh, what what kind of team do the Cranbrook Bucks want to be on on a given night? If you if you guys are, are coming in and playing at the top of your game, what time? What type of team are you? We can be a team that does everything. You know, we can be a team that forechecks pucks hard, gets back on the D, put them into the wall cycle pucks around and get them tried right to the net. And we can also be a team that is very, very sound defensively. So I, I feel like as a team, we can, we can do everything for sure. We've talked a lot about the, the transition on the ice and, and what that, what's that, what that is like, but how about uh, off the ice? You're obviously moving to a, a new country, to a new part of the world. Um, how have you found uh, getting used to things in Cranbrook and, and the community and the fans so far? What's, what's that experience been like for you? Yeah, Cranbrook's a great city. You know, it's obviously hard moving away from home, especially being from the, the Midwestern part of the United States. And uh, it's a really, really different scenery change. You know, the mountains are beautiful. The Rockies are beautiful in Cranbrook. But, uh, you know, the organization has done, a great, has done a great job for us to see the fans. And we have a great, great fan base in Cranbrook, especially because a lot of them were fans of the Kootenai Ice before us. But no matter what, we always we always get the the Western financial place with over 2000 people in on any given night. So it's awesome to see, especially from a little town like Cranbrook. Yeah. And the, the bucks have that natural, uh, geographic geographical rivalry with the trail smoke eaters. Uh, you guys, uh, ha- have played a lot against each other. I know you're, you're new this year, but, uh, over the first two years of the team's existence, existence, there's been a lot of trail versus Cranbrook, uh, rivalry games. So, uh, what's it been like kind of jumping into that and, and getting uh, acquainted to that rivalry with your, uh, with your neighbors there in the Kootenays? Yeah, they're awesome games. You know, Trail's a very hardworking team and they're very gritty and they want to do everything they can to get that puck in the net. So those games have been awesome. They're super fun for everyone to play in, especially for the fans as well, right? Fans are either in Trailer or Cranbrook because it's a East Kootenai versus West Kootenai rivalry kind of. So, you know, for not just us, the fans are great games to watch and there's they're also great games to be in as well. Taking a step back uh, even further, uh, before you made that decision to come play in the BCHL, did you know much about the league? Uh, what was the reason why you decided to come to the BCHL and, and specifically the Bucks? I learned a little bit about the league uh, when I first started my uh, junior process. But, um, you know, being from the States, not, there's not a ton of guys, especially where I'm from, that go up towards the BC. So for me, it was a new learning experience. It was a great learning experience. But, um, you know, the BCHL learning about it has created a kind of a new, a new vision for me and what I kind of look at junior hockey wise. So it's been, it's been a really, really awesome learning experience for sure. So you mentioned at the top that you, you already have your college commitment in place. You're committed to Quinnipiac university. Uh, they've been a, a pretty top end hockey school for several years. I'm not sure if you know, but they're, they're typically a hotbed for BCHL alumni as well. This year, there's 14 former BCHL players on their roster. Uh, what was it about the program, uh, and, and the school in general that made you want to go there? Quinnipiac really caught my eye right away. I saw them compete in the national championship against, uh, I think it was North Dakota in 2016. Um, you know, unfortunately watching lose, but right away that program caught my eye and, you know, it always was a program that I want to be a part of coach Pechnel has done great, great things since starting that. So I've always wanted to be a part of that program, even though I'm from Illinois, which isn't really much of a Quinnipiac recruiting hotbed as well, but I've always wanted to be part of that organization ever since I, uh, saw that game, the national championship team. 
Last question for you. Um, we look at the standings. I know it's still early in the year. You guys are tied for third in the interior conference. Um, just uh, three points back of West Kelowna for second place. Uh, obviously have a, a strong team this year. have showed well through the first 11 games. What are your expect expectations uh, for the Bucks the rest of the season? You no, know, in Cranbrook, I feel like we have a winning culture and, you know, coach, coach Donald wants us to have a winning culture and he, he makes sure that, you know, a lot of things go where we do the right things to succeed. And I, I think as a team, we can go really, really far, not only in playoffs, but, you know, we can be a top team in the regular season as well, going into playoffs and then take it really, really far in playoffs. All right, Jack. Well, thanks so much for the time today. I know you guys are on a road trip, so I appreciate you making time for me. And congrats on uh, your success so far this season. And, and best of luck to you and your teammates going forward. Yep. Thank you so much for having me, Jesse. Really appreciate it. All right. That does it. Another episode of the BCHL podcast in the books. Thank you so much to Bucks forward Jack Silich, who you just heard from. And, of course, Matthew Wood from the University of Connecticut and formerly of the Victoria Grizzlies. Uh, thanks to him for joining us as well. Before we sign off, just a reminder to follow us on social media. We are on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at BC Hockey League. Uh, and you can also go to bchl.ca to make sure you're completely up to date with what's going on in the league. Um, as I mentioned uh, in my earlier interview with Matthew Wood, NHL Central Scouting put out their list of uh, players to watch ahead of the 2023 uh, entry draft in June. And there were a total of 12 players with BCHL connections uh, on that list, nine current players from the league, two former players, including Matthew Wood, and one future player who's committed uh, to play in the league next year. So uh, obviously a, a great showing for uh, the league and its players and uh, great to see uh, them get the recognition they deserve uh, on such a big platform. Other than that, we do have uh, the first of our BC Raised uh, feature stories coming out uh, very soon. This one will be on Nanaimo Clippers forward Kai Daniels, who uh, grew up in Whistler, BC. Uh, so a bit of a unique perspective coming from there. Um, and for those of you who aren't familiar with the series, uh, it's when we talk to a BCHL player uh, raised in British Columbia coming up through uh, the minor hockey system here um, and just get their story of how they got to the BCHL. So uh, look out for that on uh, Clippers forward Kai Daniels coming out very soon. All right, that does it. A uh, huge thank you to our producer, Greg Ballack, uh, for putting this thing together behind the scenes. And we will talk to all of you again very soon. Thank you.